Clinical Issues by Karen Decay Waterborne Pathogen Development and Associated Risks Question. What are waterborne pathogens and are our healthcare facilities' water systems at risk for their growth? Answer. Waterborne pathogens are opportunistic pathogens of premise plumbing systems. That is, the pipes, valves, and fixtures from the main service line to where users access water. That can cause disease in humans, particularly individuals who are more than 50 years old or less than one-year-old, those who are immunocompromised, and those who have chronic illnesses. Other individuals at risk for waterborne disease include those with non-intact skin, for example, surgical incision, open wound, and invasive device presence. An opportunistic pathogen is a microorganism that can live harmlessly in or on humans, but that under certain conditions can cause an infection. For example, pneumonia, meningitis, gastroenteritis, bloodstream, surgical, site, or urinary tract infections. Waterborne pathogens can be transmitted by aerosols, ingestion, direct contact, for example, bathing, or indirect contact, for example, contaminated medical equipment rinsed with tap water, hands of healthcare professional. In a literature review of the sources associated with healthcare-associated infections and antimicrobial-resistant organisms, the authors concluded that healthcare facility water systems are often overlooked and underestimated as a source of healthcare-associated infections. From January 1, 2014 through December 31, 2017, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC's, Division of Healthcare Quality Promotion, completed 620 consultations on healthcare-associated infections. Of these, approximately 21.6% were attributable to water-related organisms. The complex distribution pathways, variety of plumbing materials, and highly variable temperatures in healthcare water systems often lead to water stagnation, corrosion of plumbing materials, and biofilm formation, which can promote waterborne pathogen contamination. Additionally, current hand hygiene recommendations may increase the use of alcohol-based hand rubs for hand hygiene and surgical hand antisepsis, leading to less frequent use of sinks, thereby causing water stagnation and biofilm buildup. Water stagnation, especially when the water is held at ambient temperature, allows waterborne pathogens to attach to plumbing surfaces and develop biofilms. Biofilms provide pathogens nutrients, as well as protection from environmental stress. Biofilms can develop on water outlet devices, such as faucets, as well as on inner plumbing surfaces, such as joints, dead legs, that is, an area blocking continuous flow of water, and coatings. After a biofilm with resident pathogens develops, the opportunistic pathogens can spread throughout the water system. During specific phases of biofilm and pathogen development, or during sloughing events, that is, a disruption in the water system, biofilms and pathogens can be displaced. The materials, surfaces, and complexity of plumbing systems can increase the risk of biofilm and waterborne pathogen growth. Plastic and elastomeric material, that is, polypropylene, polyethylene, 
polyvinyl chloride, rubber, silicone, latex. Support biofilm development and provide a greater opportunity for waterborne pathogen development. Smooth surfaces are less conducive to biofilm formation than surfaces with irregularities and indentations, that is, nooks and crannies. Mechanically complex fixtures can also increase the risk of biofilm and waterborne pathogen growth. For instance, electronic sensor faucets may contain more internal components, for example, magnetic valves, solenoid units, sensor cables, than manual faucets. In a study comparing levels of bacterial contamination in tap water from different types of faucets, researchers cultured water samples from 20 newly installed electronic sensor faucets and 20 existing manual handle faucets from three patient care units in a large university hospital. Sampling was conducted by collecting the first drawn water of the day seven times during a six-week period. The researchers found Legionella species in 54, 50%, of 108 sensor faucet cultures versus 11, 15%, of 75 manual faucet cultures. Of the 20 sensor faucets, 19 produced at least one water sample that grew Legionella species, whereas only 9 of the 20 manual faucets produced at least one water sample that grew Legionella species. The researchers concluded that the components of the electronic sensor faucet may provide increased opportunities for bacterial growth, which can lead to contamination. In an epidemiological investigation, to determine the source of Pseudomonas aeruginosa bacteria outbreaks at seven hospitals, researchers dismantled both electronic sensor and manual faucets and cultured a sampling of the components. When compared with manual faucets, they found that electronic sensor faucets had higher odds of at least one component culturing positive for P. aeruginosa. Flow straighteners, that is, terminal component that produces a uniform flow of water without excessive splashing, from sensor faucets are more complex than those from manual faucets and comprise a centerpiece, collar, filter, and washer. The flow straighteners from the sensor faucets had a significantly higher median P. aeruginosa count than those from manual faucets, 1,549 colony-forming units versus 3 colony-forming units. Using fluorescence microscopy, researchers detected biofilms on several different components from both faucet types. However, biofilm was more profuse in the sensor faucet's plastic flow straighteners and the metallic collars surrounding those straighteners. Legionella, Pseudomonas, and non-tuberculosis mycobacteria are the pathogens most often associated with waterborne illness in the healthcare environment. However, the following also have been implicated. 1. Other gram-negative bacteria, including Acinetobacter, Burkholderia, and Stenotrophomonas. 2. Multidrug-resistant organisms, including Carbapenem-resistant Enterobacteria ACE, Klebsiella pneumoniae carbapenemase 2 producing Klebsiella, and extended-spectrum beta-lactamase-resistant organisms, and 3. Fungi.